Hello and welcome to the Netball Nation podcast. I'm your host, Emma Louise Jones. And as always, I'm joined by Sarah Bayman. Hello. And Maggie Berkershaw. Hello. How are we, guys? Good. good. A lot better than last week. Yes. <laughs> yes, Sarah's, flo- Sarah's floating. She, really she had is. a good weekend. Yes, yeah, she did. And we'll be talking about that because we've got a jam-packed show today. We're going to chat about all of the action from the Vitality is Super League's big Easter weekend. And look ahead to a pivotal... Pivot- I can't talk. Can someone say that word Pivotal. <laughs> and we get, thank you, Sarah. Important. Basically, a big round 17. <laughs> and the battle for top four. We're also very excited to be joined by netballing legend Sue Gordian. And we'll pick her brains ahead of the launch of Suncorp Super Netball this weekend. Find out who she thinks are the ones to watch this season. And we'll be getting her thoughts ahead of the Netball World Cup as well. Welcome to Netball Nation. Now, before we get into the games at the Easter weekend, we're going to backtrack a little bit. I first mentioned the highly anticipated round 14 fixture between Mavs and Wasps. We haven't had a chance to cover that yet. No. no. It feels like forever. You both called this one right, uh, with Wasps taking the win against Mavs, 51-58. Now, ahead of the game, we said Mavs would have to win if they wanted to mount a challenge for top four. Unfortunately for them, Wasps stormed away in the second quarter and Mavs left themselves too much to do against a quality side. I'm going to cast both your minds back. Yeah. Tell me what you made of that game ladies I think it kind of went as expected for me because I think Wasps are now playing really well um they're looking better and better week on week and they look like they've got that belief back where they don't think they're going to lose and even though second half they probably weren't overly um overly pleased with they'd done enough you know they 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 really stamped their authority on that game fairly early and um yeah they'll they'll be pleased with that Mavs will be disappointed It, it makes life hard for them but um yeah, good good for Wasps, really. What about you, Max? Well, I suppose the scoreline sounds like it was closer than maybe it actually was when it came to the game itself. And, you know, Wasps are feeling quite confident in the fact that they're managing to get all their players out on court for most games. Not scared to mix it up, giving everybody the experience that they need. And, yeah, Mavs playing some good netball, but just not enough to get over the line on that one. Right, we've got lots to cover. We'll move on to positive things. Let's chat about a whirlwind weekend of netball. Sarah, you're going to be glad to hear that we'll start with you this week because... Uh, as <laughs> you only said, start with me when I win. <laughs> exactly, exactly that. You know if we start with you, it's a good it's thing. Good. Yeah. Uh, and as Mag said, the smile well and truly back on your face. What a weekend for yeah, Loughborough. Yeah, big weekend. Uh, taking back-to-back wins and also managing to do the double over Manchester Thunder. How are you feeling? Yeah, great. Um... We we actually didn't play that well on Saturday against Sirens and, and they put us under a lot of pressure, credit to them at home. Um, I think they put out two big performances at the weekend, Sirens. Um, but we, we managed to get there in the end. Um, and then the Sunday, we looked like a different team. So um, I don't know what the girls did Saturday night, but keep doing that. Um, Are they all pretty pleased with that? Yeah, really happy. You know, no other team's done the double over Thunder this season. So that that's pleasing. Uh, do you know what? Round of applause. Yeah, let's hear yeah. No, it, it is really pleasing. And, and I think the, the best thing about it was that there was like no team ever had more than about a four goal lead. And for us to kind of get up by a couple of goals in the last quarter and hold it for pretty much 15 minutes was was really pleasing because the, the pressure was on. Um, we knew we needed to win that to kind of keep our, our fate in our own hands. And um, in a difficult, difficult match, I think thought the girls showed a lot of composure and, you know, we, we didn't throw cheap ball away. We we converted centre passes and we did the basics really well, which is sort of what Thunder are renowned for. So, um, yeah, nice. And we've got a new photo of you on your social media that we loaded <laughs> that could be a gif. It could have been another potential yeah, gif. Yeah, yeah. Just another photo of me celebrating on my own. So. Yeah. <laughs> but it's all right. I'm, I'm, I'm just getting it down, Pat, you know, solo celebrations <laughs> on it. 
<laughs> you were loving it though, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, no, it was and now, great. Those wins now put Loughborough into fourth spot on the same number of points as Bath. And most importantly for the top four challenge, three points clear of Mavs. So sorry, you've now got Pools to play away in the next round and Dragons to play at home in the final round. Yeah. You're not over the line yet, no. but how confident are you now about making top four oh. now that the end's in sight? I mean, I'm confident, but terrified Yeah, because everything happens. So I think we were hoping for Bath to beat Mavericks. So then we'd basically only have to win one of our last two to be safe. Mavericks then went and beat Bath. Um, so that throws a cat amongst the pigeons because now if we lose one, um, chances are we won't be in top four because of our goal difference. So... Um, We've got to win both of them. So every week's like a cup final now. It puts the pressure on massively, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Um, but I guess in, in some ways, if if we get to top four, it's good practice because we'll have had to play basically knockout netball for the last four weeks of the season. And Mags, that's a great position to be in. At the end of the day, they're in, they're in top four now. They are absolutely in top four and that's exactly where they should be. Yeah. And they've worked really hard to get to that position as well. And, you know, my experience of being with the Loughborough girls, they are tenacious and they're hard, hard workers and they've got what they deserve. Yeah, we believe in him. We believe in him. Now, day one of the doubleheader weekend also saw Wasps and Thunder take impressive wins. Wasps beat an informed Surrey Storm 76-42. And Thunder also put 71 goals on London Pools, taking that win 71-42. Two huge wins for one and two in the table. Do you think Wasps and Thunder are pretty safe in the fight for top four now? Yeah, I, are they, are I they think, comfortable? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I th I don't, these score lines, I don't know whether or not it's just a case of a masterclass in netball or they're looking at that goal difference mm. um, on the board and that's what's... I think it, I think it's a bit of both. Mm -hmm. I think I think what Wasps and Thunder are really impressive at uh, against the, the the lower teams in the league is getting out hard and getting mm. a lead and, and then it almost kills off the hope of those teams and, and then they can crush them. I think what we've done for particular—that sounds brutal, doesn't it? That? <laughs> but that's what but it's it, about. It, it is. It is, what, it is what happened at the weekend, especially. Mm. What we've been really bad at is we let teams stay with us, and then they get a sniff, and then like, oh, we could win this, and <laughs> so then we're scrapping for sixty minutes. False and I'm like, girls, just can, can we just smash someone in the first fifteen, please? <laughs> yeah. um, but like, re really impressive from them. And and you would was to definitely say if they've got a top four sp spot confirmed. Yeah. Thunder, you would think a save, but then they've got Bath. Yeah, this Bath weekend, at home, storm so away. so then if I, I think Thunder will be safe regardless because of their goal difference, yeah, yeah. Um, but they're not sat there on their laurels no, as yet. They're, they're not, not because you know they've had teams turn them over. Yeah, you know, and it's an un, it's, it's uncharted territory really for them. The only person that's really turned them over in the past is like say it's Loughborough yeah. and it's been Wasps. So they won't be sat there all confident. But they should be because yeah. I think they've got enough to do uh, it. Yeah, they're definitely not sat twiddling their thumbs. Cameron yeah. Gregg was not happy on Sunday, so uh, they'll be... The pressure's on. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll come back fighting this yeah. week. I've got to ask you, Saria, are you hoping that Thunder do you a favour and beat Bam? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's the truth. To be fair, yeah. right, here's here's a little story from us. Uh, oh, so, where's my cocoa? Where's yeah. my cocoa? Last, se last season when it was really tight, I, w I was obviously at Sirens and um, Bath needed Mavericks to lose. So I was at Sirens. We beat we beat Mavericks last game of the season yep. to qualify Bath for the top four. So I was thinking at the weekend, you know what? Bath owe me one. Yeah, that's fine. You owe me. That's fine. Then they go and lose to Mavericks. So now I'm like, you know what, Bath? I don't care now. Oh. Thunder can beat you. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. I was going to say, you heard it here. <laughs> From, from the words of Sarah Bayman. Right, to add to the drama that's going on on the Netball Nation podcast today, uh, for top four, day one saw Bath take the win against Stars, 53-42. Mavericks took a dramatic win against Dragons, 55-50. And that one, it went right to the wire, didn't it, that game? Yeah, 
Yeah, and I think dragons keep doing that to teams, and and this is why everyone gets nervous. Like when people are going, "Oh, such a body, such a team's got an easier running." It's, it's there not is like not that. an easy running because yeah. dragons are a good, good team, and I think Mavericks have the same problem as us in terms of they don't kill teams off in the first half, and then if they stay with you, they are, they're dangerous. Yeah, yeah, it's a real struggle. Uh, and I've totally lost my head of where predictions were. Can you remind me of what where we're I, up to? I, I, yeah, and no fib in here because that means that you can get away with not putting your hands in your pockets. See, I, I, I think I did. I have Bath down to beat Mavs. I think I did. Do you know what? I think we right. both had Bath down to beat Mavs. For one episode only, I'm going to let you get away with it because I've forgotten. Okay, yeah. so no one, oh. put, no one, no one's putting the hand in the pockets for this. Because we're all having okay. a senior moment. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> right. Okay. Let's move on to day two, which saw Wasps get another big score on the board with a 64-48 victory against Dragons. Good weekend at the office, wasn't it for Wasps? Yeah, it yeah. was. Uh, and to be expected, as we said, it's bish, bash, bosh. They're, they're in now. Get the job done. No mucking about. Let's get in and get out and hopefully no injuries. Yeah. And anyone as well watching on YouTube will have enjoyed watching those games because, of course, you could, couldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, they will have done. And um, it, it's really good that it was on YouTube and accessible to all. Um, it, it was a kind of a shame the way the way round Sky worked it because they actually got they didn't get the best games. The best games in in Scotland were on the Sunday. And the way to deal with that, Sarah, is just show all the games. Yeah, yeah. they should netball exactly. marathon. No, but why not? They'd why have had not? all the they'd have had all the netball viewers at home over that weekend ready, sat to watch every single game and they would have done. Uh, they would. And the thing is, it was a huge weekend. Yeah. So people would have been invested yeah. enough to sit and watch that. I, I think with, with Sky, they had like one crew and one team that went from Scotland to, to Coventry, which is fair enough. But then I think then the thinking has to change to why don't you just do another sort of Super Saturday where all the teams yeah. play. I don't, yeah. I don't know. And I think there'd been some discussion as well on um, social media about the the distance that some people were having to travel as well to go to those games. So yeah, if you're a true fan, you'll you'll try and get get there if you can, but it's a lot to ask of somebody, you it, know, to go from one end of the country to the other. Well, I know and, some Loughborough fans went to the Vico and watched those games. Instead because of, yeah, because it's, it's too much. Yeah. It's too far to go to Glasgow. And, well, also the expense of it. You know, yeah. remember that if people are travelling from the, the, you know, England somewhere and they want to go there, yeah. there's a real expense yeah, to that as well. So it is a shame that all of it wasn't on scale. Yeah, well, we, we know from a team perspective how expensive it was for us as yeah. a team for the weekend. So if you're doing it as an individual, um, yeah, it's a lot to ask of people. Yeah. So it's a, it's a big distance. It is. But um, like I say, it was good that you could view some of them Absolutely. on YouTube. Uh, Sarah, I think you called both of these games, the next ones, and you even called Mags crazy for her prediction. We saw Sirens get a 47-44 win against Pulse and Stars knit the win against Storm 51-46. Sirens are going to be pleased with that victory, aren't they, to help with Scotland's World Cup preparation? Yeah, and it's the first home victory of the season, which is great. You know, the, the, the arena in Glasgow was incredible because they, they laid it um, on top of the indoor track um massive amount of stands it like the setup was was insane it was so good and it was it was actually really nice for sirens to to get that victory and like you say they're building towards world cup they've got their last home game against wasps this weekend so i don't think they'll be banking (laughs) on a win there um but it they they played well all weekend and what about barry what about that young goal shooter Oh, I was like, who's Barry? Who is she? Barry, Barry, come, come in. <laughs> is that guy that brings you coffee? Yeah. yeah. I mean, to be fair, I think she's just turned 17 yeah. and she's going to wow. be one to watch for the future because like her her level of composure for for just coming into this level. And so young. Yeah. And I, I mean, 
I'm assuming the thinking around it is that they want to take her to World Cup and yeah. so they're giving her this experience. Yeah. But that would be smart. Yeah, she did really, really well. 17 years of age as well. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah I mean, um, I just wasn't as a little, at 17. <laughs> <laughs> as a little side note, what was the atmosphere like over the weekend? Because we haven't really spoken about that, but it's a really important part of it. It is. And I mean, to be fair, Sirens tried so hard. They did such a massive marketing campaign and they, they just couldn't sell tickets. Oh. So like the stands was, it was okay. Um, it wasn't amazing, but there, there were so many things working against you. It's Easter holidays for school. People go away. It was Easter weekend. So even workers had it, had a long weekend um, and it was hot. So you don't want to go and sit in a, inside in a big, watching a sport yeah. inside. Um, so I, I, I don't think it'll be done on Easter weekend again, which I think is a smart decision. Um, but credit credit to Sirens because they, they really tried hard to sell a lot of tickets and they, they did a, a good job under the circumstances but it was disappointing I think at both arenas in terms of the attendances. Well hopefully eventually that marketing will pay off. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we hope for. Uh, right also Stars did well to get the win against Storm. Not a good weekend for Storm at all was it? Especially when it looked like they were putting a run of good performances and results together. Yeah I mean Stars are just flying at the minute. Mm. Um, let's hope that continues because they've got Mavericks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it when you're like this. It's great. <laughs> Sorry, I personal need, yeah, I, need, yeah, I, I know. I'm getting, I'm getting too angry about Go things. straight in. Um, but no, Stars are playing really, really well. That, and that back end. Yeah. That defensive back end. And you've got to be, give a big shout out. To, you know, they're just awesome at the moment. Yeah. And and I mean, Sam's having a blaze. Sam Cook's like mm. up there for oh. contenders for like MVP for the season. Yeah. Like she's, she's done, she's played so well. And I think her combination with Jodie Ann Ward has, has really grown and probably mm. done Jodie Ann Ward the world of good in terms of Jamaica selection yeah. for yeah. World Cup. Um, but I think by all accounts, Storm played pretty well and it, it was tight that game and um, two good teams who've been in form going at it. So, um, yeah, well done, Stars. And uh, well done to you again, because I know we've given you a round of applause already, but can we just give Sarah and Love oh. Reliant another round yeah. of applause? Thanks. Because uh, we've already mentioned the Lightning result, but we'll uh, we'll mention as well that you managed to get the win against Manchester Thunder 60-57. How difficult was that? It was hard. I mean, it was hard from the bench. <laughs> so. yeah. were, you, were you actually sat on the bench or you're hovering? I was kind of loitering. like, I was kind of doing the sort of like public toilet squat above the chair. <laughs> well, um, you knew that, that you needed the win there, didn't you? Yeah, we did. And, and like I say, I don't think we would have necessarily predicted for Mavs to, to have beat Bath, mm. but you've got to forget those things. And I think that that's the message now. And it will be probably for all teams that you can only look after yourself. You can't, you can't influence what happens elsewhere. And, um, I th- like I said, the level of composure that the girls showed and it was a great game. It really was a great game. Like both teams wanted it. Everyone threw all they had at it. Um, and so I think that's what makes a win satisfying. If you go out and beat a rubbish team by loads, then yeah, whatever. But you go out and beat a real quality team when everyone plays well. Um, that's probably the most pleasing thing. A real sense of achievement. Yeah, when you do yeah the like girls that. did really, really well. Well, you mentioned uh, Bath and Mavs and that was that was the Sky game yeah. as well. What a game. Well, I was going to ask you about the defensive display, Mags. What did you make of that? Do you know, at both ends, both ends, yeah. the shooters at both ends were really struggling to get any kind of service from their attack to get the ball into the goal to put a goal up because the defence, as in the goalkeepers, goal defences at both ends really earned their money that weekend uh, on that game. They were awesome and 
as a defender, it was just great to watch. Yeah, I was shutting say. the space down, denying straight ball in, shutting things down into the pockets and corners, turning ball over. It was just like a defensive masterclass. Well done to both of them. Yeah. Uh, Mavs whipped tirelessly to take the win, 51-45, and give themselves a chance to still challenge for top four. They've got stars and sirens left to play, but they're now dependent on all the results going their way as well. Um, do you think they could? Yeah, they could actually yeah, they they could could. win. But still not make top four, couldn't they? I think it would go on. Would it be the goal difference? difference. Because if they oh. pull, if they get their six points from the two games that they've got left and Bath drop three points, then that puts it... them on even numbers, I think. It puts them on the right. same. Yeah. But if Bath win, Both. Then they, yeah. Yeah, then they yeah. still can't make top four. I don't think they can. Oh, my, oh. Head, my head hurts. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we'll do the maths properly <laughs> yeah. next week. Uh, right, we've got a really interesting couple of rounds left in the Vitality Super League and it's going to go right to the wire in the battle for those top four spots that we talked about. I'm looking forward to today's predictions at the end of the show. But firstly, we're so lucky to be joined all the way from Melbourne by the one and only Sue Gordian. Now, Sue, welcome to the show. What time is it in Melbourne right now? Uh, just coming on about quarter past ten in the evening, girls. Right, just before That's we crack sad. on, Sue, I'm going to embarrass you a little bit, okay? I'm going to tell our listeners oh. a bit more about your massive netball and achievements, and we'll start by playing them a bit of famous commentary from last year's Commonwealth Games final. Oh, oh no! And it's an obstruction call. It'll be a penalty shot. Helen Hales be the gold medal. It's England's. Oh, Sue, that was brilliant. <laughs> Doesn't that bring back fond memories, Sue? What a bloody anticlimax that was. <laughs> <laughs> now, not only you know if you're witty and entertaining netball commentary, Sue, you're also a respected and successful high-performance coach, mentor and champion of the hashtag Wake Up Netball movement. Uh, are you all right to just tell our listeners a bit more about that side of things? Yeah, oh, look, which the wake-up netball, that, that's the bane of my existence, to be blatantly <laughs> honest with you. That was uh, just coming up on a, a year now. That was uh, the week leading into the Suncorp Super Netball Season 2 last year, and um, Netball Australia had just launched the league and had spoken about this, you know, unbelievable number of, of members that played the game throughout our country here in Australia and how fantastic it was. And then the very next day I go to a meeting with, with my broadcaster, Channel 9, who we commentate with, you know, and they stand up and say, well, we, we've got to increase broadcast numbers. And I'm sitting there thinking we've got this exorbitant number of people that love the game and turn up every Saturday at their local netball association to play. And yet they're not tuning in to support their elite sport and so that's sort of the background to where the old hashtag wake up netball came and um yeah it, it, it really sort of hit the ground running um a little bit faster than i could keep up with last year girls to be honest it was it was huge well what a thing for you to have started like it, it was awesome over there but do, do you think gordy like being women's sport do you think we've just kind of accepted it a little bit too easily you know our hand i, oh. I saw that that article by brian akel for players voice who's um the new south wales swifts coach basically saying you know like afl women's afl and all these other sports cricket and rugby and football here that are, are coming now and, and claiming to be this like massive revolution we like we were here first we've been doing this for years <laughs> as netball and actually we, we kind of need to blow our own trumpet a little bit more and, and do you think we've kind of taken it lying down a little bit over the past oh 100 mate but you know i think there's two parts to it i think women's sport has been screaming for a long time and no one just wanted to listen. But the problem was 
Uh, and netball, you know, in, in our Commonwealth countries has had its big numbers and has screamed pretty loudly. And like, people might not like this when I say this, but because we haven't had the male counterpart of our sport that's associated with our international federation, no one was interested. No one wanted to listen. Then all of a sudden, and particularly here in Australia, when our AFL, which is our, you know, our Australian football league over here, which is just the be all and end all of sport, and the women's league started up, because Big Brother was already so big, it just put its hand up and said, oh, look how good women's sport is. And everyone jumped on the bandwagon. And so poor Nepal, that's been doing its best for so long and screaming from the rafters for so long, no one wanted to listen. But now all of a sudden everyone's interested because there are other women's sports at stake. So that's the second part. Bryony Akel, the New South Wales Swiss coach, comes out and says, you know, well, hold on a second. We've been here for a long time. We run the world's best netball competition. We've got the best athletes in the world playing at our doorstep. And we are miles above any other women's sport here in the country. Why don't we stand up and scream it ourselves and say, you know, we are the best and this is where we should be and we deserve the spotlight. And I think that's what netball's got to do and it's got to do really quickly in this country and I imagine probably around the world. We have the greatest reality on our, our doorstep and that is that 2019 Liverpool is about to showcase the greatest world netball championships that's ever existed. So how exciting is that? Oh, it really is. Are you coming over, Sue? No, no one wants me, so I'm just going to sit at home and cry and twiddle my thumbs. <laughs> so can I ask you a quick question about accessibility in relation to media? Mm. I mean, how accessible is it for the, the just the 10, 9, you know, young girl sat at home wanting to watch this? Because I know we've had numerous discussions here about the accessibility media-wise to all these great games. Mm. And And you know what? It is the key, isn't it? If you have it, they come. And if you don't, you have to fight so hard for it. And I think we haven't had it to the extent that we would like it. And I think we've Netball over here has done a reasonable job in accessing its media to the degree that it has. But it's certainly nowhere near uh, the capacity that some of the male uh, sports that we share the limelight with get and have, have access to. Um, but it is increasing, which is great. And I'm not going to stand up and scream, poor us. We have to get a lot better, a lot better at telling our stories, uh, at not being such a innocent sport. You know, um, I'm not saying that, that our players have to be out you know, on all-night bloody brawls and... No, don't say that, Gordy. Do not say that. <laughs> well, those of us that did it, Sarah, we've all retired. <laughs> I'll, pa- I'll pass that message on to Stace. <laughs> Get out of it more. <laughs> but, but, you know, the reality of the situation is, is that, you know, netball can be tarred with the real innocent brush too much and the media can't stand that so i just think we've got to get better at at telling stories at being honest about our sport at at not hiding from the media at embracing the media and and i mean i'm a massive advocate uh for it over here in australia because i i sit you know on both sides of the fence and the world of commentary and also as a coach i have a really good understanding about what both want and what both need so uh, i'm just really hoping that netball embraces right now its opportunity and doesn't shy away from telling its story it's it's absolutely critical well that's one of the reasons that we do the netball nation podcast as well is because we want to shout about it and hopefully that fierce attitude that you talk about hopefully that does move forward and it moves the sport forward and pushes it into the media a little bit more so yeah well i was just going to say you know I mean, it's, it's great you guys are doing this and you, you must get a sense across the world. Like there are podcasts and I'm not saying there are a dime a dozen, but people are now starting to do this. And, and you know, you guys just grabbing hold and doing something like this to expand, I guess, you know, the message of, of netball out there is huge. 
And you can see the groundswell starting to happen. But I just hope that we don't go too slowly because if we do, we'll miss the boat. And that's the only thing I worry about at the moment. Yeah, you're right. It needs to keep building momentum um, rather than just plateauing. Uh, You mentioned your commentary as well, Sue. You're also part of Nine's netball commentary team. You're going to be covering the third season of the Suncorp Super Netball Fixtures and the Netball World Cup as well. How excited are you about the launch of the new season? Yeah, huge. There's, I tell you what, it is insane over here at the moment. So that is good news. Uh, Mm. It always gets... Uh, a really big media interest course in this in this week leading up. And, I mean, you can't scroll through your socials at the moment without sort of being smacked in the face about, you know, Suncorp Super Netball Season 3. I think the, the, the big excitement behind it is uh, probably probably beyond Serena Guthrie, we've got the world's best players playing in this competition. So uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's really – no, but, but I, and I say that quite honestly. I, yeah. I, I mean, we – we really have – we are so fortunate that we've got so many players over here making this competition so damn exciting. Uh, and Guthrie leaving, certainly she was one of the greatest excitement machines uh, in the league. So um, it is – it's great. But I think everyone that you speak to at the moment, both players, coaches, media uh, and fans are all saying it looks like on paper the closest – competition we'll ever see it is quite extraordinary i've been asked a dozen times over girls who my top four is and it changes like my underwear so um, well, well yeah, if we asked you now who impossible. would you say if you if you are you just saying a different one each time so you get it right at yeah. some point <laughs> yeah. yes yeah, yeah well then someone's gonna have to find the recording of when i actually got it right but um look you, you'd have to say the magpies up there with jiva mentor uh, co-captaining that move probably the most significant off-season move uh so i'd say they'll be up there although they promised for two seasons and been nothing poor, nothing short of atrocious. So Oof. we hope that they're decent. Well, she says it. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think the Magpies will be up there. And I think also the other Melbourne side, the Vixens, uh, led by their coach, Simone McInnes. And Sherelle McMahon joins them as the assistant coaches here. And they're just, they're just a tight, well-skilled, well-drilled side. And uh, I think they'll be there at the right end of the season. I'll back in my club, the West Coast Fever. Uh, I think that uh, they still have unfinished business. It's that fourth place I'm struggling to put in. I can't decide between <laughs> all the other clubs. Are you- <laughs> <laughs> I've got no idea. I've, I've seen, like, I really don't know. Giants have been quite hotly tipped by a lot of people, and you, mm. they're not even in your four at the minute. So, <laughs> like. You know why, though? I'll just quickly say they've got the hottest front end in the competition in terms of experience. Green to Hart and to Bassett, my goodness, mm. get that. That's one mouthful of excitement. It's the back end I worry about. Mm. So they've lost Rebecca Bully over 200 games, I think, under about at a National League level. Uh, Sam Pullman and Christiana Manu are the two defenders that will be asked to hold that back line together. I'm just not sure at the right end of the season whether they'll come through with the goods. Have, have they got enough height there, do you reckon? Oh, Pullman, yes. And, and she's had a reasonable job, job on some of the big girls. But whether she's good enough to step up and lead the pack defensively, that's probably my greatest concern. But, you know, once again, I've got no idea and happy to be proven wrong. Amazing. Well, Sue, we're going to put you on the spot now all right mm-hmm. as maggie mentioned earlier we have a kitty and uh, each week they do predictions right and whoever right. gets it wrong has to put a fiver in the kitty i feel like you right. might possibly get out of this because you're quite far away <laughs> but uh, put you on the spot who do you think is going to be in the gold medal match uh england australia what do you say about that ladies you see i still think that jamaica at that dark horse that people are 
just maybe putting outside for as much as we talk about the fact that they're all over the country sorry all over the world they don't get that much time uh, time to to train together but they're an orthodox style and their athleticism when they actually get on the call it fools teams and i think Mm. they're in with a chance i do well i've said england jamaica but that's just wishful thinking that the aussies don't make it (laughs) (laughs) well we shall see and like i say so it would be good to get you back on as well and have a chat about that but before we get we let you get to bed you got any shout outs at all that you'd like to give to family friends any of the netball family anyone at all okay first shout out goes to all of the welsh people because i did three months over there and guys best humor in the world gavin and (laughs) stacy my most favorite (laughs) ever oh great Hey, so that. shout out to shout out to the Welsh. Secondly, uh, shout out to anyone that's enjoying. Is there any sunshine over there? At the there moment? was. There was, there was a couple was. of days ago. There was. Yeah. It might oh, make and, a comeback. And, you blinked and missed it. And, yeah. No, but you, you don't understand. Over here on the news over here, they were showing stories of people out in their bikinis over there. It, was, it was news. It was news. There was sunshine. We celebrate the one week of the year. We get it soon. <laughs> it was like Perth on a bad day and we just got so excited. <laughs> So there's there's two shout-outs. And the other shout-out, let's just say g'day to all the netball fans. Big year. Jump on it. Let's not just sit back. Let's be proactive and make netball the best it can be. As I said, Liverpool, so exciting. How great for England coming off the back of a Commonwealth Games goal with the opportunity to cement their standing in the world. As much as I am an Australian, and I think Australia will get up, I just think it's great for world netball. So, yeah, all the very best to everyone playing and everyone out there. Get out and support our great world game. Amen to that. Amen to that. Yeah, I feel no, like we're all friends no. now. Can we call you Gordy as well? <laughs> yeah. Is that all right? You've passed, yes, you've passed the test. Yes, thank fine. you. Right, Gordy, it's been an absolute privilege to have you on. Thank you so much for joining us and good luck as well to you and the team at nine for the season ahead. Yeah, thanks, girls. Well done. Good job. Thank Cheers. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Right, okay, ladies, it's getting tense now and we've got some big games coming up this weekend, meaning Mags and Sarah are going to try and make some big calls in this week's predictions. Are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. Sarah's not no. at all. <laughs> right, the first game sees Wasps travelling up to Glasgow to take on Sirens. A long way to go after a tough weekend. Do you think Wasps will have just too much depth for Sirens there? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I still think that Sirens will still put a good performance on. Yeah. But they won't be strong enough to take them. You think Wasps for wasps the win? Wasps for the win. Yeah. Sarah? Yeah, I'd agree. Uh, I, I think... Um, like I said, Simon's played well at the weekend and, and they could play well again. Um, but I think even if they play well, we'll still, still not win. Enough. Mm-hmm. Right, the rest of the games are being played on Saturday and fans are going to be looking forward to the Sky game, which is a crunch match for Mavs, who are hosting Seven Stars. And I've already spoken about this being a must win, isn't it, for Mavs? Yeah. But Stars are definitely capable of causing an upset there. Yeah, they are. And it, it will be a battle of the defence ends, you know. Um, I think both defence ends are, are, are playing really, really well. Um, so... Then it kind of comes down to you know what who can get ball to shooters and I think it'll be tight. I, th- I do think I it'll think be tight to the wire. Yeah, mm. I think Mavs have. Um, Mavs need it. Yeah, ma- well, because I mean, Mavs need it. I Mavs think that's what's going to get them over the do line. Do you think? Yeah, because they need it. Well, I mean, Mavs have to win. And there is a level of pressure. I I just think Mavs tend to not play so well against these teams. Okay, um, but I mean, as always, they'll probably prove me wrong. <laughs> So hang on then. Are you going Mavs, Mags, and you're going Stars? Yeah. On a, on a hope and a prayer, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm. Well, we'll definitely revisit that. Uh, we've also got Dragons hosting Storm and Loughborough away to Pulse. What are your thoughts, ladies? Obviously, a must win for Loughborough, Sarah. Yeah, like we've spoken about, yeah. we we have to win. Um, 
but I, I, I think it's hard. It's hard for players when when that's the focus. When you go, we have to win this game. Mm. That doesn't help because no. everyone knows you have to win it. So actually, it's mm. about stripping it back and going, yeah, everyone knows we have to win, but how are we going to yeah. win? Like, what are our processes? And and keeping keeping the focus on that. So it'll be a tough one because Pulse have got some quality players, and and pl- playing away in copper boxes is difficult. But well, best fingers of luck crossed to you and and your girls. Dragons and Storm. What are we saying with that one? Dragons. Oh, there was a bit of Ooh, hesitation. Yeah, there was. Yeah. See, Dragons beat Storm at Storm, mm. didn't they? Um, I think, yeah, I think Storm seemed to be on a bit of a slide. So they've kind of had the peak. Yeah. Now they're going back down again. And I just think that Dragons, because they're just so feisty yeah. and they can claw out, you know, a win and bring the best out in each other, I think they can do it. So are you both agreeing, Dragons? Well, no, I'm going to go Storm because <laughs> makes it not? interesting, yeah. doesn't it? I like it. Right. And obviously Loughborough at the end. <laughs> Finally, yeah, yeah, we'll go with Loughborough, shall we? Yeah, yeah. That want to go. Yeah. Finally, a big game which sees Bath travelling and uh, to Manchester Thunder. Right, this is a tough one, but you can't sit on the fence, right? I never do. Don't look at me. I'm you going can't. Thunder. I'm not even. I'm not <laughs> even going, drying breath. I'm going, going Thunder. thunder? Um, I actually think Thunder will win, um, partly because they're playing it at right, Robbie, and I think my. Th- my theory on Thunder this year is that they don't play as well at Bellevue. And I think oh. it's partly because the crowd's further away from you at Bellevue. Right, Robbie, it's like a bit claustrophobic. Everyone's on top of you. And that drum. Yeah, and that drum is like <laughs> giving you a migraine. <laughs> so um, I think they'll win this because it's being played at Right, Robbie and it's an intimidating venue, a smaller mm. venue. Um, so I think Thunder will win. Got justification for your reasons. Yeah, well. yeah, I like yeah. it. Right, well, we've got a belting weekend in store, and we can't wait to discuss all of those results on next week's episode. But before we love you and leave you, any shout outs, girls? Yeah, actually, um, we talked a while ago about um, netball Europe and under 17s and under 19s, and people trying to get high level of competition. And last Thursday, England picked their under-19 squads mm. go on tour to Australia and New Zealand. So a massive shout out to everyone who made that squad. You know, I've got a vested interest because um, Annabelle Roddy's captaining that squad, Zara Everett's <laughs> vice captain, <laughs> Alice Harvey's in there. So okay. some love for under-21s and senior players in there. But also, I think a massive shout out to anyone who didn't make that squad because, yeah. um, you know, all the congratulations gets given to the girls that go on tour. But there's a lot of girls working hard who who won't go on that tour and it's it's not the end of the world. And you deserve credit as you well. You deserve credit yeah. and it, it's not the end in of the journey. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Exactly. So, um, well, yeah. shout out to all so of you So good luck lot. to them in June when they head off. Best of luck. And Max? Bit of a personal one here, really. Um, I think tomorrow is D-Day for Lee Rhino submitting their bid oh, for well. the up-and-coming Super League. Um, who knows what will happen? All I know is that there's been a lot of work that's gone on in the background. You know, our director of netball in association with Lee Rhinos uh, Rugby and all the people that I can't mention that have been involved who have got us to this point. Best of luck and let's just hope that we bring netball back to Yorkshire. Yes, from all of your friends in Netball Nation, best of luck. We're really, really rooting for that. And also, let us know on the next episode how it's all gone. Well, I think it takes a few weeks before they let us know. They just let us suffer a little bit. <laughs> well, neither of them. Say we want to know. We've got talking about it today. I'll have to just tell them, do you know what I used to do? i still got friends. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Max. Right, well, I want to give a shout out as well to you, Sarah, and all the Loughborough Lightning girls. Best of luck. Yeah. We really are thank rooting you. for you here at Netball Nation. Uh, thank you so much for listening to Netball Nation. 
To listen to our podcast, head over to MyNetballNation.com and follow us on all the social platforms at MyNetballNation. Remember as well, any requests, any any questions, anything at all that you'd like to say, do get in touch at MyNetballNation and we'll answer them as best we can. Thank you so much. And as I say one final time, best of luck to you and the girls, Sarah. Cheers. Let's go, Loughborough. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Let's go, Loughborough. Have a good one. We'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. This is Netball Nation.